Here's the best way to watch the Marvel Cinematic Universe Part 3. Welcome back to Nerdist News. I'm Hector Navarro, and today we're continuing our series, breaking down how to watch the Marvel Cinematic Universe in the best possible order. In parts one and two, we explain the best way to watch phase one and two of the MCU, so be sure to go back and watch those if you haven't yet. For today's part three, we're taking on phase three of the MCU. And like last time, we'll let you know if any of the following movies and TV shows aren't streaming on Disney+. Hey, I'm sorry about Venom. Our first entry isn't a movie, but season two of the web series, WHIH Newsfront, featuring reporter Christine Everhart, once again played by Leslie Bibb. This viral marketing campaign is back, but this time sets up the upcoming conflict in our next entry, Captain America Civil War. You can find WHIH Newsfront on YouTube, where you can also find our videos, so it's the best place on the internet. In the same way The Avengers and Avengers Age of Ultron changed the landscape of the MCU, the third Cap film, Captain America Civil War, acted like an Avengers 2.5, drastically shifting the dynamic of Earth's mightiest heroes by introducing the Sokovia Accords and placing former friends across enemy lines. Plus, it formally introduced Prince T'Challa, the Black Panther, and young Peter Parker, the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. This movie's awesome. We rejoin the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for the remainder of their Season 3, Episodes 20 through 22, taking place after the events of Civil War. After the summer 2016 events of Captain America Civil War, we follow young Peter Parker in the fall of that same year in his first MCU solo film, Spider-Man Homecoming. It's got everything you could want in a Spider-Man movie. All that, plus Michael Keaton as the Vulture. Don't mess with that dude. You want to get nuts? Because he wants to get nuts. Come on! Let's get nuts. You can currently stream Spider-Man Homecoming on Stars as of this recording. Go finish Outlander, then watch Spider-Man Homecoming. The next major character we follow out of the events of Captain America Civil War is the Black Panther in his first solo film. It's the crown jewel of the MCU, as Robert Downey Jr. once said, and we agree. We're placing it here after Spider-Man Homecoming because even though the majority of the events take place soon after Civil War, the post credit scene shows us a fully healed Bucky, and that takes place some months after the majority of the events in the Black Panther movie. Next up is a kind of spin-off of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Inhumans. Like Iron Fist, Inhumans is a very ambitious show with maybe not the greatest execution, but it did give us Anson Mount as Blackagar Boltagon, aka King Blackbolt. From the series mentioning the Sokovia Accords, we know the events of the show take place after Captain America Civil War, so we're placing it here, a little further removed from the main MCU films, but still around the same time frame. Mostly taking place in between seasons of the show is our next web series, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Slingshot. It's six episodes and can be found on YouTube. And now we've got kind of a cavalcade of television shows to power through, all having to take place before the events of Avengers Infinity War in May of 2018. The Punisher Season 1 takes place in late 2016, going into early 2017. We get Microchip, Billy Russo, and lots of gnarly punishing. It's great! The teen drama Cloak and Dagger is up next with season one, and Hulu's got all 10 episodes. It's really good. Don't sleep on it. We're introduced to Gabriel Luna from The Last of Us as Robbie Reyes, the ghostwriter in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s fourth season, up next. 
Jessica Jones Season 2 takes place next sometime in 2017. This one takes on the mystery of what happened to Jessica's parents. We're back with Luke Cage for Season 2 that probably takes place in the fall of 2017. Either way, it occurs before our next entry, Iron Fist Season 2. This season was only 10 episodes and took place in October of 2017. Bring back Colleen Wing and Misty Knight, damn it! The Man Without Fear Daredevil is next for his third season after the events of The Defenders. This final season takes place in October of 2017. We're placing the second season of Cloak and Dagger, also on Hulu, here, taking place in the fall of 2017. We'll see them again later. We interrupt this marathon of television for a return to the films of the MCU with Doctor Strange. Most of the movie's origin story starts in 2016, sure, but a really fun mid credit sequence with Thor that takes place around November of 2017 brings the entire movie along with it to this place on the timeline. Strange is a master of time, after all. <laughs> there, it, there it is. At this point, we're jumping back into teen TV land with all three seasons of Runaways, which take place in late 2017 going into 2018. There's a fun Cloak and Dagger appearance, so we know it takes place after their show. And now begins the rush to wrap up TV stuff before Thanos snaps. The Punisher Season 2 is next and takes place in April and May of 2018, all before Thanos wipes out half of all life in the universe. Jessica Jones Season 3 is after that and also takes place in April and May of 2018, all before Thanos wipes out half of all life in the universe. This also marks the last Netflix street-level season of TV. We finally come to our next entry, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Even though, yes, most of it technically took place just a few months after the first Guardians movie, back in 2014. But we're placing it here for a very specific reason, and that reason is Groot. In a mid-credits scene attached to the movie, we see little baby Groot has grown up into an awkward teen Groot with a very messy room. Director James Gunn has declared this scene to take place about a week before the events of Infinity War, so this is the perfect place to rejoin the Guardians and refresh ourselves with the cosmic side of the Marvel Universe. This next entry is obvious. We're back to finish I Am Groot Season 1 with Episodes 2 through 5. These all take place after the majority of events in Guardians Volume 2, and also before Groot goes from baby to teen, but it's totally fine to watch these now after the second Guardians movie. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5 finds a home here on our list, with Episodes 1 through 18 eventually leading up to Thanos' arrival on Earth. We're getting closer and closer to Avengers Infinity War, and the movie that bumps right up to it in the timeline is next, the third Thor film, Thor Ragnarok. It's placed here, finally catching up to that great scene we saw at the end of Doctor Strange. A welcomed tonal shift to the Thor series. Ragnarok team, the god of thunder and the god of mischief with a lost in space Hulk and everyone's favorite scrapper, Valkyrie. The Revengers are the answer to Team Cap and Team Stark and the movie is so damn epic. Also, I know that we've included all of the Marvel one-shots in our viewing order, but technically the Team Thor shorts aren't canon, so we're leaving them off of our list, but you should still watch them because they're funny. Plus you get to meet Daryl and he shows up in Thor Love and Thunder. So <laughs> say hi to Daryl for us. 
Finally, we come to maybe the biggest MCU event to date, the snappening, AKA the snap, AKA the blip, AKA Thanos' big day out. Avengers Infinity War was the story that brought the Avengers together with the Guardians of the Galaxy to take on the mad Titan, who was basically the protagonist of the movie. And its downer ending is right up there with the Empire Strikes Back. What were audiences supposed to do after that? The answer was keep watching stuff like Ant-Man and the Wasp, the Ant-Man sequel that took place two years after Captain America Civil War and mostly in the week or so leading up to Infinity War. But the movie's mid-credits scene brought us right up to speed, everybody got dusted, and the post-credits scene took place after the snap, Ant playing the drums, which is why we're placing it here. We cannot give away that Thanos wins to first-time viewers. Come on, <laughs> don't, 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 don't put that pressure on us. Don't put that kind of pressure on us. Don't put that pressure on yourselves. Now we can go back to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to finish out their fifth season with episodes 19 to 22. The next entry, Captain Marvel, took place in the year 1995 and showed us the origin of the most powerful MCU hero ever, Carol Danvers. But what's our rule? Does the mid credit scene make this whole movie technically a flashback? Yeah, kind of. Three weeks after Infinity War, Captain Marvel shows up at the Avengers house with one question. Where's Fury? Okay, now we're shifting over to another reality entirely with Sony's Venom. Hey, I'm sorry about Venom. It takes place in October of 2018 in a world where there is no purple alien who loves stones. Why we're spending time with this symbiote and his human host is something that'll sort of pay off later. In a post-snap world, we still got stories with our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in their sixth and seventh seasons. These episodes take place in 2019, going into 2020, and all leading to an extremely satisfying series finale. In our second to last entry in phase three, we've got another television series, Hellstrom, from Hulu. It feels totally disconnected from the Marvel Cinematic Universe with no mention of what Thanos did to the universe, but we think it takes place in 2020 or 2021, so we're placing it here. It's kind of spooky, got some great lead actors, but it's one of those casualties of TV and movies not being under the same roof. Hopefully we get to see something from this show again someday. The Phase 3 finale is one of the biggest MCU movies ever, Avengers Endgame. Mix in one part mourning, one part time heist, and one part bombastic comic book action and you get Endgame. It clearly defined major moments in the MCU timeline, gave us America's ass, and retired two of our favorite heroes, Tony Stark and Steve Rogers. And there you have it, folks. The ideal viewing order for phase three of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's too much. Don't worry, part four of our four-part series is coming soon, so make sure that you're subscribed so you don't miss a second. But tell us, what do you think? Do you have a preferred way to watch the Marvel Cinematic Universe? What's your favorite entry from phase three? Let us know in the comments below, and for the very best in the world of pop culture, stay tuned to Nerdist.com.